Hello, Royals. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to This Day in History. I'm your host, Sean Cavanaugh. Before I start, I apologize for the lack of episodes this week. Unfortunately, the recording software was not working, so I was not able to get an episode out. On the bright side, this is a perfect time for a plug for my website in association with my show. If you go to sites.google.com slash view slash T-D-I-H, you will find the companion site for my show. Not only will you find information on how to listen to the show online, but you'll also find the archives for older episodes and suggest a day. This is a Google form I made for viewer submissions for a day that you want me to cover. With that out of the way, let's get to the history. Today's topic is probably the most recent one I've covered yet, and it concerns an event that many listeners probably remember. In 2008, the Dow Jones Industrial Average had its largest ever single-day drop. The Dow fell almost 777.68 points on this day, and the S&P 500 also suffered its biggest single-day drop since 1987. Although this record has been broken, this drop is probably the most significant. The drop was a climax to the financial crisis of 2007 to 2009. The drop that the Dow and S&P suffered from was a chain reaction from the Lehman Brothers and Washington Mutual bankruptcies. Now, as I ask in every other episode, how did it get here? What happened that caused two gigantic firms to go under? To answer that, we have to go back to the start of the financial crisis. Now, before we start, I understand that the financial crisis is a very long and complicated topic, so this may be a longer episode. In the mid-2000s, a loan called a subprime mortgage started to gain popularity. The idea for that was that people with bad credit scores, they could get a subprime mortgage and be able to buy a house. The loan's interest rate had two parts, a fixed rate for a period of time and then a floating rate afterwards. One major problem with this loan is that these loans are high risk as there is a possibility that the customer won't be able to pay it back. Banks weren't too worried about this as they thought they could repossess the property and sell it off at a higher price. At this point in time, it was a commonly held belief that the housing market would only ever go up. Don't worry, the irony is about to send soon. Banks would then bundle these risky subprime mortgages with safer forms of debt and sell them as bonds called mortgage-backed security, or MBS. These bonds were also sold to other banks and were insured by AIG, one of the largest insurance agencies in America. All of this was in conjunction with the partial repeal of the Glass-Steagall Act, which allowed banks, firms, and other insurance companies to mix in each other's markets. The idea behind this is that these banks would then become too big to fail. With all this, the pieces for one of America's worst recessions was set. In 2005, housing prices began to fall. This was due to an interest rate hike from the Fed. Since so many subprime mortgages were tied to this hike, many couldn't afford this new interest rate. When people tried to sell their homes, they couldn't as there were no buyers. With housing prices falling, soon the loan was worth more than the price of the housing. As mortgage holders started defaulting, and with no way to make back their money, mortgage-backed securities started causing major losses across the board. Since so many banks had tied themselves into these toxic assets, they started to go bankrupt. With certain banks going under, other banks started to go under as well, since they were all tied together due to the repeal of the Glass-Steagall Act that allowed them to mix markets. By 2008, the recession started to go into full swing. Countrywide Financial was sold for only $4 billion in stock, a fraction of its price. Bear Stearns also found itself with the same fate. When Lehman Brothers finally fell, the government realized that they had to act to stop any further economic downturn. The Bush administration proposed the Emergency Economic Stabilization Act, which would help the markets by buying up the toxic MBS assets. 
Congress initially rejected this act, thus causing the worst drop in the Dow Jones Industrial Average as investors looked to shed their shares, fearing further losses. From there, the recession caused economic hardship everywhere and lasted all the way until summer 2009. In all, the financial crisis of 2007 to 2009 is a great example to never place all your eggs in one basket, or else you risk destroying your entire economy. In fact, putting all your eggs in one basket can even risk destroying the entire world's economy. As I mentioned before, so many banks were tied into each other, and that was the case in global markets as well. French banks even reported losing billions of dollars, and the entire world was plunged into a recession. So, I know the markets are bad now, but at least they're not as bad as 2007 to 2009. Anyways, that wraps it up for today, Royals. Thank you for listening.